think uh, almost all of us, all of you like movies, I presume. Do you watch movies every now and again? Uh, I think most people do. And one of the, the classic movies from, it was, it was before my childhood, it would have been from my, my parents' time, was Ben-Hur, which I presume you've seen. Yeah, it's a, right, okay. Because it used to be on practically every Sunday, I think. So that's my recollection. That was on almost every Sunday on TV. Uh, they used to have a lot of those kind of older movies. It's back from the 50s, like, so it's a long, a long way back. Uh, but it tells the story of a man named Judah Ben-Hur, who's accused wrongly of, of uh, trying to assassinate uh, a, a Roman official. So he's sent to the galleys, where he has to row these, these galley ships, and he's mistreated and scourged and the whole lot and whipped and treated terribly, even though he was innocent. And he was betrayed by uh, his adopted brother. So it makes the story all the more tragic, right? So long story short, he, he manages to... He's, he's honest and he's a hard worker, so uh, he manages to kind of get back into, into favour and uh, has this, all, at this point, world-famous chariot race uh, in the Circus Maximus where he'll be racing against his adopted brother who betrayed him in the first place. Uh, okay, point being, uh, when we think of a, a lot of these really, really epic movies that have stood the test of time, one thing which often stands out in them is, is you, almost, you need this kind of a comeback story you know, where no matter how powerful the person is, you think of Superman, right? Superman, who can do practically anything. He can fly, lasers out of his eyes, can lift anything, can fly through buildings, can, uh, incredibly strong, can't be shot, all these kind of things. Great. So they, but that, that on its own is a useless movie. You know, it's a useless movie if he, if he can just do anything and everything. That's really boring. There's a thing called kryptonite, right, which weakens him. So now Superman suddenly can't fly anymore, can't do any of these things, and now that makes the story dramatic because now he has a weakness. So Lex Luthor finds out what kryptonite is and makes kryptonite bullets or whatever it is, and now suddenly Superman is weak and mortal and frail. Uh, so you think about any of the, the, the modern superheroes, it's always the same thing. No matter what gadgets they have, no matter what abilities they have, at the end of the movie, it will always come down to a bog-standard fist fight. Do you ever notice that? No matter how many kind of weapons they have and all sorts of things at the beginning, at the end, it's all out of weapons, and now it's just down to a fist fight. Always. Always. Because then it makes you vulnerable. I mean, a sniper shooting you from 200 yards, again, that's, that's a really kind of a boring movie. Boom, 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 I win. Okay. That's, that's not a good movie. Whereas I'm out of bullets, I have to go down there and save the woman myself. And like, that's a more exciting movie. Okay? So we, we, like, it's just interesting. I find it interesting that when we, when we watch movies, we need to see that even the heroes, even the heroes experience weakness. Even the heroes kind of need to experience weakness because it's in their experience of weakness and perseverance all the same that makes them heroes. You know, it's the fact that I, I could get hurt doing this, but I do it anyway. That's what makes them a hero. It's not because they're strong that makes them a hero. Any Egypt can spend all day, every day in, in a gym. That doesn't make you a hero. That makes you maybe, maybe even vain. But it's the fact that I'm willing to sacrifice myself for love of another. That's what makes them heroes. So, as I say, no matter how big or powerful or genetically modified or how well-armed any of these heroes are, in movie-making, they will always bring it down to a situation where that person has to sacrifice themselves or risk, experience weakness, and maybe even risk death. And that is entertaining in a movie because I think it also reflects a, a profound truth for each one of us. 
In our lives, we must experience our weakness. We must. We have to. We will. This is, this is good. It's actually a good thing for us. that We will experience, well, I mean, all of us experience every day the fact that we don't know everything. You know, every day, like, you're going to be asked something. How, far does it, how long does it take to get from, from Leitrim there to, to Athlone? Oh, oh I'd, say, uh, I'd say about a half an hour. So, and you know you don't know. You're, you're taking a, an estimated guess, like, but you've no idea, really. Uh, how often like, are we asked things that we don't know? And, and you give a, 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 a guesstimate, uh, your, your best interpretation of the answer. Who won the All-Ireland final there, Hurling, in, in, in 2001? Probably Kilkenny, actually. <laughs> Probably Kilkenny. Uh, but, like, you know, are, are you sure? I can't check. And then we, we Google immediately. And so it's a bit easier for us. But every day we experience our own ignorance is the word, so not knowing. Okay? Or there are other situations then where we may, might experience a physical limitation. Do you know, if you're a bit smaller, you can't reach higher shelves. If you're a bit taller, you keep hitting your head off things. I mean, you... you, you we experience that our physical limitation, especially as we get older, where now the fingers just don't really, not really as flexible as they used to be, and I used to be able to sew and knit and all this kind of thing, and now I can hardly even hold a cup. And the hips aren't as good as they were, and I used to be able to run, now I can hardly get up the stairs. And I'm starting to forget like crazy. I can't remember what I did yesterday. You know, um, I, I experience, experiencing things like Alzheimer's or all those kind of things that happen in our, in our, in our in our later years. And why is this important? Like, why does the Lord allow this? You might even say, like, to, be, uh, to ask a slightly more provocative question, if God is so good, why does he allow this? See, we, we need to experience our weakness. We need to experience our own, to use a, a stronger word, our own misery, so that we can recognize our need for God, that we can recognize God's greatness. This is, this, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's such an important lesson. It's an essential lesson. It's, it's, it can be a hard lesson, especially like in our 20s, 30s, 40s, uh, when, you know, we're at the height of our health and influence and power and intelligence and everything seems to be going well. At that point, we don't like to, to think of weakness, failure, but we, it's, it's something that we, we must come to understand in order to understand one essential truth. The Lord calls us to be humble. And humility isn't saying, and we're very clear about this, because uh, I think back in the day, maybe uh, the way children were brought up and the way maybe humility was seen was quite negative. Uh, in my like, parents' era, it was very much a spare the rod, spoil the child, and children were you know, told, speak when spoken to, otherwise don't open your trap. Like, you know, kids were just to kind of kept on the back, kept quiet, don't never volunteer a question around. And that's why even to, to, the, to this day, that generation, like if, you, if you're looking for someone to do a reading, invariably they won't. They're used to being kind of in the background. Stay at the back, stay anonymous, stay hidden, never make eye contact with the priest. Because <laughs> he might ask you to do something. You know? So that, that kind of era was, I think it's a kind of a false understanding of humility. That... Humility doesn't mean you're useless or you're bad or you're, 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 you're insufficient in some way. Humility is the recognition of truth. Humility is the recognition of truth. So you can actually humbly say, I'm fairly okay at guitar. That's not a lack of humility. 
You can also say there are people better than me. That's true as well. You can also say, I, you know, I, I, I definitely have to improve in, in some areas. Yeah, that's all true. That's, that's fine. I mean, that's, that's not, so it's, it's not humility to say, oh, I'm the biggest sinner in the chapel here. Oh, I am. I'm the worst sinner. Sure, look, you're all saints now except me. When deep down I'm just really hoping someone will say, ah, you're not, Father. Oh, look, isn't he, isn't he fierce, humble? Look at him. Isn't he great? Oh. Do you mean? So you can be kind of th- throwing out these kind of faux humility comments. Oh, I'm the worst. No, sure, look, you can all, you can all pray away. There. You can, maybe you can sit at Mass. I'm not, I'm not worthy. You work away. You work away. Oh, isn't he great? That's vanity is what that is. It's actually kind of a form of pride, hoping, throwing out this line that someone will kind of grab onto it and tell you you're wonderful. Um, humility is the recognition of truth. And the truth about you is that you've a lot, there's lots of good things in you. There's a lot of good things about you. The truth is also that there are things that need to improve. And that's fine. It's good to recognize that. Because if I think I have nothing to improve, if I think I don't need God, I'm in trouble. If I think I don't need God, I am in trouble. Because none of us get to heaven without God. None of us get to heaven without God's mercy. I need to be aware of my need for God. I must be aware of my need for God. Because if I, if I have no need of God, I will not pray. If I have no need for God, I will stop going to Mass. Like those who have stopped, it's not that they're, you know, maybe even your, your own sons and daughters, if they're not practicing anymore, it's not so much that they're bad and evil and terrible people. They just think that what we offer here, they just don't need it. Might as well be sending, selling sand to Arabs. Like they just, we're grand, we don't need it. Nothing against it, I just don't need it. If we, have, if we don't understand our need for God, we'll stop praying and we'll stop practicing. So we, we, need, we need to have this, this deep humility that recognizes that there is good in me. There's also a great need for God. So this is, this is our story. This isn't, this, isn't, this isn't a movie. Movies reflect, I think, our, our, our subconscious. You know, they reflect what, what, what we desire, what we want to see in people. We want to see heroes. We want to see people who, when they're weak, push on and persevere. You want to see people who, even when they're tired and exhausted and, and risking their lives, they, they will still do so because they love. That's what we want to see. But if that's what we want to see, then that's what we have to be. If I want to see that in another person, that's what I have to live myself. That I will sacrifice myself for those I love. And then, in recognizing our own inability, and I count on God, then, then I'm heading towards heaven with the help of God. With the help of God, literally. With the help of God. So, when we think of humility, let's not be afraid of it. Let's not be afraid of, of being humble, recognizing what's good about us, recognizing also what needs to change, but most importantly, recognizing our need for God. Let's not be afraid of that. It's a good thing. Because it's, it's truth. It's the truth. And when we are in heaven, we will see that in a most profound way. That God is our everything. That everything we have comes from him. That everything we have is for him. He's our everything. So God wants us to learn that here. To count on him every day. And, and the experience of our weakness helps us in that. So may the good Lord open our hearts. That we might recognize in him our everything. We might recognize in him the fulfillment of our every desire. Amen.